This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Kirk is on the phone. What's going on, man? So, uh, uh, listener to Hamilton area, Matt Campbell, just got back from Germany, and uh, he represented Team Canada in the World Cup of Darts. And how'd he do? Uh, unfortunately, him and his partner lost to Germany in front of a tough crowd. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> but, I can uh, imagine. Dart crowds are... I want to go see a dart match in Europe. Oh, you have to. It looks like a party. People are wearing costumes. The beer is flowing. They have 10,000 people showing up for the world championships. It's crazy. Yeah, it gets pretty rowdy over there. Yeah, Matt Matt also got his, uh, earned his PDC card, which means he's allowed to enter into more uh, sanctioned tournaments over there. So we're going to see a lot more of him, hopefully. And is he a buddy of yours? I have played against them in Hamilton. That's where my zone is. So when you play in a provincial tournament, I have played against them. Um, obviously, he's a little out of my league. Is he but, still in uh, Germany or is he back in the hammer? He's back in the hammer now. Well, we need to get him on the air to congratulate him. Yeah, we could. Uh, I got him on Facebook. Okay, shoot him a message. Tell him we're looking for him. I will do that. Matt Campbell, and his nickname is the Ginger Ninja. <laughs> uh, the Ginger Ninja, the Matt ninja. Campbell. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. That's a that's a good handle. Okay, you uh, contact Ginger Ninja. Tell him we want to get him on the air. Will do. See ya. All right, take care, guys. <laughs> Can you stop saying Ginger Ninja? <laughs> you're like you're a guy who says, "Oh, it's Little Wayne." It's Gin Ninja. Ginger Ninja. Yeah, there we ginger go. Ginger Ninja. Yeah, yeah. The Ginger Ninja. (laughs) (laughs) We should set up a grudge match. uh, Jim Long, we've had on the air. He's a a big dart player from London, Ontario. We could do like the Taz and Jim listening area, Battle of the Darts for Charity or something. Yeah, the Battle of the 403. Get the Ginger Ninja going up against Jim Long. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Yeah. Man, darts is like, I don't, I'm terrible at darts, but oh, it looks so fun to, to be at one of those parties for sure. Yeah. You call it a party. Yeah. Some people might refer to it as a sporting event, but if you. Mm, some people aren't even facing the stage. I know. <laughs> there's like picnic tables set up and no one's paying attention. Oh, there's a dart match going on. Oh, somebody just said 180. Hey! We'll get another round of pitchers, please. <laughs> what do you think of this idea? Pretend to be your girlfriend on Tinder. See what happens. To what end? There's a guy, he, he's been posting about this on Facebook and it's gone viral. Guy made a Tinder profile for his girlfriend. So he used pictures of his girlfriend, uh, her likes, all that stuff. He wanted to see how many guys would think she was hot. <laughs> And she matched with 1,300 dudes in the first hour of activating the account. Boy. And he, uh, he came to the realization, if you're feeling like you can do better than the girlfriend you have, create a Tinder profile and see how many other men would be stoked to be in your shoes. So that's not something, you know, Jim, you got the big wedding coming up before the wedding. You're not going to make a Tinder profile for Sarah just to make sure you're making the right decision. No, I, but I will say it's funny that you just said this today because yesterday my uh, fiance was in Toronto and 
she called me up at like three in the afternoon. She's like, I've been here for two hours and three guys have already asked me out. And I, I was, I, I got jealous and I was like, and she's like, are you mad? She's like, I just thought it was crazy. Like, uh-huh. it's like a guy went up to her and she was like, they must know that like I have a, a engagement ring now. And like, and now people are approaching me. I guess one guy went up and was like, can I take you out for coffee? I'm just going to go for coffee. And she's like, no, I'm in, I'm engaged. And he's like, well, that's not married. And I was like, I'm driving to Toronto <laughs> and I am burning down the Eaton Center. <laughs> That's what guys are doing though, like just I mean, walking I up to her in the that mall. Reason? Who uh, he, you you can't hit a home run if you don't swing at the pitches, Jim. Yeah, you can't get maced if you don't follow a lady around the mall too. Three times in one day. Wow, mm, I don't like it. You don't need to make a Tinder profile for her. You got your answer right there, pal. And how many girls? Just so Sarah knows what she's dealing with. How many girls have randomly come up to you and asked you to go for a coffee in the last year? <clears throat> Let me count. Maybe, maybe Sarah needs to yeah. make a Tinder profile for you. <laughs> no, don't. Don't. I did. Didn't work. I'm just looking at a gallery of uh, some of the clothing that was worn at the Met Gala in New York City yesterday, Jim. Mm-hmm. Y- y- you follow the Met Gala? No, I saw some of, the, some of the dresses and stuff. A lot of political statements on the dresses. I saw that. This is a reason people hate celebrities. Like, is are they serious with these outfits, or is this like a costume party? I can't tell. <laughs> a little Which bit ones of both? in particular? I, I, all of them. Yeah. Like, I'm, I haven't seen any political stuff, but everyone's wearing it. looks like they've just wrapped duvets around themselves and covered, <laughs> thrown a belt into it. Yeah. Here's ASAP Rocky. He's wearing a quilt. <laughs> I didn't see that one. It is weird because it used to be like there used to be a small frame of what was acceptable. Not that that's good either, but it was like who can dress the best within these confines. But now it's like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, who can be the most attention grabbing? It's a spectacle. It's it's kind of a joke, right? Like this isn't these aren't out, real outfits. You wouldn't wear this stuff anywhere but the Met Gala. Some very big dresses going on. <laughs> Look at this lady. Looks like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> looks like a giant worm. She, you know what she yeah. looks like? The very hungry caterpillar. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's what I heard her describe as the worms from Dune in the book Dune in the new movie too. Which right. Is what she looks like she looks at, at the end of the the very hungry caterpillar just before it turns into a butterfly. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, that's one of my kids' I, I favorite think, books uh, right now. Old Town Road, Little Nos X guy had like seven different wardrobe changes. He was dressed as C-3PO at one point. <laughs> it was a Versace suit of armor, but he looked like C- C- C-3PO. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's like you could go, show up at this thing with a garbage bag on and people would probably clap and be like, oh, that is so that's, groundbreaking. That's honestly kind of what Kim Kardashian wore, a garbage bag. She looked like the shadow from... Um, uh, ro- um, uh, Peter Pan, you know that follows Peter Pan around. You can't see any def- definitive features. She ju- she like she was pure blacked out. Couldn't even see her face. Okay, here's a uh, a woman wearing. It almost just looks like an apron. An apron and white pants. Labor Day was this was <laughs> last weekend. You can't wear white pants to the Met Gala. I like a- AOC too. Has a sh- had a white dress on that says "Tax the Rich." She's rich, and so is all the people she's chumming around with. Could you be more of a champagne socialist? Give me a break. Just pass around a hat at the Met Gala. Wow. What a joke. 
<laughs> I don't even. Yeah, there's Kim Kardashian. I was gonna say I don't even know who this is. It's like a gimp mask. <laughs> <laughs> there's no zipper on the mouth. But yes. Or one of those uh, the uh, the morph suits. Yes, it's, it's like all black. It's like a super classy morph suit <laughs> that probably cost six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, unbelievable. It'd be funny if Kim Kardashian had like the beer stains around her mouth, like all these drunk morph suit guys do at football games. Yeah, I gotta have a Halloween party again as soon as I can. Yeah, <laughs> miss it. We should have a Met Gala theme. Whoever dresses <laughs> the stupidest wins. Now, I'm not sure if anyone noticed, but there's been a bit of a debate lately about um, what you should inject into your body. Hmm. People have been chatting about it here and there. <laughs> Can we all agree that you shouldn't be injecting yourself with mercury? Shouldn't even touch it. Yeah, don't bust open thermometers, take out the mercury, and inject it into your body. Can we agree on that one? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah Probably okay. Probably not. <laughs> this is a... I feel sad for this kid. There's a 15-year-old boy, and he was rushed to the hospital. He was having these crazy ulcers, and they found out the cause of them was mercury and after they talked to this kid for a while they realized that he had been injecting mercury from thermometers into his body on purpose because he thought it would turn him into one of the x-men trying to think of which x-men is it mercury because it's like a human torch and it's the temperature, or what, what does Mercury have to do with anything? I think there's a character from the X-Men called Mercury. Oh. And Wolverine was also mentioned. Because, you know, Wolverine's got the adamantium skeleton, so you might, may have thought if you inject enough metal in there, start getting claws coming out of your knuckles. But that is not the case, folks. Oh, boy. Doesn't happen like that. Uh, apparently this kid's uh, not surprisingly he also had a past history of letting spiders bite him <laughs> and that's not a joke no way doctors say upon further discussion they found out that he had been letting spiders bite him as well hoping he was going to get superpowers they say he had no other psychiatric problems after they they analyzed him and he had a normal IQ. He just really wanted to be a superhero. I did hear, though, that after every time he went to the theater with his family, he would make sure they go through a dark alley <laughs> next to some garbage cans. Hey, let's! I know a shortcut. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go down this way, mom and dad. <laughs> huh. Okay. I think our driver is waiting for us on this side. Okay. <laughs> I hope nobody robs us. Hey, mom. Make sure your fur coat doesn't touch the puddle. You got those expensive pearls on tonight, Ma? Hey, Dad, what time is it? Check your Rolex. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to go to another movie tomorrow night, <laughs> Mom and Dad. I mean, it's pretty wild. I, I think we can talk about it now. Okay, you want to tell, I, you want to tell the story? Yeah, yeah. We all know those uh, Nokia phones. Everybody talks about how they're invincible, unbreakable, the ones from the late 90s. Uh, a lot of criminals use them. Yeah, I think they're untraceable or, you know, I don't know, they they take a beating and keep on working or something like that. I don't exactly know why, but... Um, <laughs> it's a Timex, yeah. <laughs> they're the Timex of, of cell phones. Big time. Well, a prisoner in Kosovo uh, was in jail and he starts complaining to like the, the prison doctor that he's not feeling well. So the doctor takes him into the 
Yeah, the patient's room uh, does a once-over. Uh, guy says he's had pains in his stomach for about seven days. The, the They do an x-ray, and they see, like, that episode of Jackass with the dinky car up the guy's butt, a um, full Nokia 3310 phone in his stomach. I think this is why they're popular with criminals. Much easier to get a flip phone in there <laughs> than, the, than the full-on rectangle brick. Yeah. I got to look this one up because I, I don't know if it's... Because my mom had a Nokia at one point. And this is like the one that has the... This isn't a flip phone, actually. It's oh, it's like, not the Razor. No, no. It's like the small one and it's got the greenish, grayish screen. And the snake one. You play snake but on But a it. little tapered. Right, little tapered. Yeah, it's fat in the middle, tapered on the ends. But yeah, I used to play snake. Which on way? Them. Which way did he snake it into his body? Through the mouth or the other end? I I don't. I it's got to be up the other end for sure. No, look, read down. The patient had told the doctors that he swallowed the phone four days. Ago. No way. <laughs> that is. Oh my god. No How? gag reflex, I guess. Because like, I could see if you took out the battery and you took apart the antenna and then you pieced it back later after it came out, but to eat the whole thing, that is a circus act. That was the big concern. They said they were very concerned of potential leakage of corrosive acid from the phone's battery, which was still attached to the phone Yeah, in this guy's stomach. Kudos, by the way, where did you find this story? Because whoever wrote this headline, Prisoner in Kosovo puts the bile... <laughs> In mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Yahoo News. As Nokia phone is removed from stomach. Mm. So I just see it going through his body like a snake. The snake game as well. It's like gaining speed. It's getting longer <laughs> until it eventually like hits a wall and stops. Crazy thing is, the phone was fully charged when we removed it. <laughs> How is he getting the power cord up there? <laughs> That's not a swallow. <laughs> <laughs> It's sports time again with Devin Peacock from Global News Radio here with Taz and Jim. Last night, Monday night football, and it was the first home game with fans at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, the Raiders' new home, and it was a wild game. It was a crazy game. This could have been one of the games of the year. There was this back-and-forth sequence in overtime in particular that led to the Raiders winning 33-27. It all started with... The Raiders coming back in the fourth quarter. The Ravens started hot in this game. They're the Ravens. They're going to do that. But the Raiders scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. Wow. They hit a field goal with seven seconds left to force OT. And then once they got to overtime, they had the Ravens pick them off. They forced a turnover themselves. The Ravens decided to pressure the Raiders through everything they had at Derek Carr. Derek Carr throws this game-winning touchdown. It was a crazy, crazy game. Going to throw. Drake picked up the pressure all alone is Zay Jones, and he will prance into the end zone for the touchdown and the victory in overtime for the Raiders. And this celebration is for real. What a uh, what an opener for him. They, they, really, they make a spectacle of it. They do the same thing with the Golden Knights games too, right? Did you guys see the opening like no. the, before the game started? They had uh, world-renowned DJ Steve Aoki. You know him? Sure, yeah. He's the guy who throws cake in people's faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of his <laughs> shtick. 
And they had Bruce Buffer just welcoming the crowd. I've got the audio of that. This guy gives it his all. It's Monday Night Football! Presenting from the AFD North, the Baltimore Ravens! Taking on your three-time world champion, Las Vegas! <laughs> you get your money's worth when you have the whether you have the buffers around, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez! You expect his head to explode at the end, end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see how good Las Vegas does at the end of the season after living in Las Vegas for a full season. You can come out strong, but right. that city of Vegas wears you down pretty quickly. Yeah, night one in Vegas is always mm-hmm. a good time. You're up till five in the morning. <laughs> how about this one? Hidden Valley. They make salad dressing. Mm-hmm. Big big company down in the U.S. Uh, they are now selling on their website trick or treat sized packets of ranch dressing that you can give out on Halloween. <laughs> so, like, what they would give you at a restaurant, like for a salad to go? Yeah, and basically a ketchup packet, <laughs> but with, filled with ranch dressing. What? You can buy a thirty pack. They've got jack o' lanterns on them, Halloween themed packaging. Each bag costs twenty U.S. plus seven dollars shipping. Do people? Dip chips in ranch dressing? You could. That's a good point because you do get bags of chips. Yeah. I think you're just asking to have that squirted all over your car or your windows or the front of your house if you're giving out ranch dressing to kids. It's terrible. I got it on a winter coat once, and that smell stuck forever on that coat for like two or three years because it, it, it broke in a pocket. It's kind of hard to clean it out. Why did you have ranch dressing in your pocket, Jim? I, for, I was at a ski trip. I forget exactly. You, I, I don't really remember what That sounds made up. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, no. Yeah, no I, I must I had ranch dressing in my pocket. That's what's all over my jeans. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I, <laughs> I was, think it was with wings or so. I can't remember. It was remember. a ranch dressing explosion, I swear. That's it. That's <laughs> it. But if they did a uh, an adult Halloween, I wouldn't mind getting some some ranch dressing. What would you want? Adult Halloween. Some Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot would be good. Yeah. You wouldn't have to do just condiments. Oh. I know a lot of people are into gardening right now. That would be fun if they did adult Halloween. You just get like a tiny shovel? Go around. a bulb? No, not that kind of gardening. Oh. Nincompoop. Marijuana? Yeah. (laughs) It does. The timing works out. Exactly. Yeah. Harvest season Halloween. Sure. That would be fun for adult Halloween. Little airplane-sized bottles of of booze. Oh, that'd be amazing, yeah. Little Baileys, maybe? I would like a pod for my Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we gotta start this. Adult mm. Halloween should be a thing. Mm-hmm. Forget the candy, just give us other stuff that we'll enjoy. Like ranch dressing. Imagine the house on the street that's given out full bottles of ranch oh. dressing. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts,
and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.